Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Show, a pop culture podcast where we talk to your favorite actors, celebrities, writers, producers, directors, musicians, comedians. Um, these are a few of my favorite things. A little nod to the holiday season here. And today we are chatting with Aaron Tracy, who is all of the above pretty much. And uh, he's worked on some amazing projects Law and Order SVU, The Coldest Case. And he is the creator and director of an upcoming audible audio basketball drama which actually released on the second i believe please correct me if i'm wrong uh but this is 10 days and i have had the opportunity and taken the time to listen to this and this is absolutely fantastic um a lot of fun so if you like podcast and you like audio dramas uh these are the perfect marriage uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate that. Yes. Well, anytime I get an opportunity to have a podcaster on or somebody who has worked on similar types of projects like this, I always jump on the opportunity because uh, there's a different side of me uh, that comes out with these types of things uh, because it's so uniquely different than what most things that we talk about. So let's talk about this because, uh, I mean, it was created, written, and directed by yourself uh, and produced by NBA legend uh, Steve Nash. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get any better than that. No, it doesn't. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, of course, Glenn Powell, uh, Lamorne Morris, uh, Aaron Westbrook, Jessica Heck from Succession, which, my God. So let's talk about this because you just – like there's a lot of great things attached to this. How did this uh, project come about for you, Aaron? And can you let our listeners in on what it's about for those um, who have not had the chance to check it out? And we'll link it uh, in our show notes as well. So people can easily access it later on. Terrific. Yeah. Um, so the show is 10 days and um, it's up on audible. It came out on, on December 2nd. Um, the show is about a player who gets a 10-day contract in the NBA, which is a very funny, sort of strange throwback contract uh, that started in the 70s when yeah. players were getting <laughs> injured left and right. Yeah. So it's still, you know, it's, it's basically the same as it was in 1976, which is if a team has a couple injured players, or say one injured player, and they need to fill the roster spot, they can bring up literally anyone they want. So someone from Europe, someone from high school, someone off the street, most often it's someone from the NBA G League, which is the minor league of the NBA. And they bring that player up for 10 days, and it's like a 240-hour tryout, just completely on. And, um, you know, you go from playing, like, with the Wisconsin Herd in Oshkosh on a Monday to potentially playing in Madison Square Garden on Tuesday. And for those 10 days, whether you get playing time in games or you're just in practice, um, you're trying to show what you can do to try to get a full season 
uh, contract. And so our show, which is fictional, um, scripted, it follows the story of one player played by Glenn Powell, who gets a shot to play for the Philadelphia 76ers for 10 days. And each episode covers one day of his contract. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. I mean, it's on the edge of your seat type entertainment. It's so oh, good. well done. Yeah, it's trying to be a sort of a throwback to all the great underdog sports movies that I loved growing up. Uh, that's what Steve Nash was very much into too. You you asked how the project came about. I was um, I was having a meeting. I'm I'm sort of a mostly a TV writer, but also uh, podcasts and, and scripted audio dramas are becoming a, a huge part of my career, which I love. And so I was having a meeting with a TV production company and uh, talking to an executive, and we just started talking about basketball, as happens. And uh, he said, you know, yesterday in the chair that you're sitting in right now was Steve Nash, who was in talking about an idea he had for a, a show about the Lakers. And I said, I have got a basketball idea. You should introduce me to Steve Nash. And he did. Amazingly. <laughs> I love and it. yeah, we all got in a room and I pitched him this idea of a, you know, a show focusing on a 10 day contract because it's, it's just such a, you know, as a drama writer, it's just, it's, it's got everything you want. It's got the time pressure. It's got stakes. It's got incredible intentions and obstacles. It's a very sort of clear through line. And Steve got it right away and was into it. And it's sort of a long journey. We pitched it as a TV show. We pitched it as a um, unscripted podcast and then eventually found a home at Audible as a scripted podcast. And and who knows where it'll go from here. Yeah, I find that fascinating. I love talking to writers, especially uh, of projects that I'm familiar with and have watched and seen and, and indulged myself in. And as a podcaster, although this is a scripted audio drama, there are yeah. some similarities as far as kind of how you put things together. Um, but uh, I, it would be fun to watch it as like, sort of an anthology series on one of these streaming networks. I think it would be something that could be done um, because when you're listening to this and you're kind of find yourself uh, rooting for people and sort of going, okay, what's going to happen next? And that sort of thing. Very, very fascinating. Now I, I have to ask this because I've had other writers on before of other things um, do you enjoy writing? Is it fun for you? Or is it one of those things um, where you do it because it's what you're created to do, but it can also be, um, you know, I'm not leading the witness here necessarily, but I'm just very curious, like what your experience is, because you've written a lot of amazing things, Aaron. Oh, well, thanks. Um, no, I mean, I think you're right that every writer pretty much has the same answer, which is that writing is not fun. Writing is incredibly hard, but having written is the most fun that there is. You know, once in a while you'll get into the flow state and time will just go by and you won't even realize it. But that's a, that's a pretty rare occurrence. Uh, for the most part, it's just really hard work. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast yesterday by um, an author who I really like, a Oliver Berkman. And he talked about how um, uh, his definition of writer's block Another word for that is writing. Yeah. You know, just all writing is incredibly difficult and you never know what word comes next and you never know what idea comes next. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably how all writers feel about it. I try to sort of get past that by having a lot of different kinds of projects. I try to work on um, multiple different projects a day so that I don't you know, just 
climb the same hill over and over and over again because you know a lot of times if that if that journey is not going well it can just lead to depression yeah i had uh, doug ellen on recently the creator okay. of entourage and he was saying the same thing you know where <laughs> it got to the point where you know you're writing so much it's like the show bible and all of that stuff just kind of makes its way out the window yeah. Uh, and uh, it can be a bit of an arduous process, but when you have written something and then that writing makes it into, let's say, textbooks or books to help other people, or you write something fascinating like this, or you kind of move around to different projects, then it becomes, you know, quite the rewarding process. Because really, like, I find what you do fascinating because you, let's take, you know, for example, you know, an episode of Law and Order SVU or The Coldest Case. And it's like taking that small germ of an idea and just turning it into something so fascinating and so enthralling that it's it's adored by millions. So I think to me that would have to be probably one of the greatest rewards of this is when you see a project make it from pen and paper to, you know, whether it's on television or this, uh, you know, audio drama, 10 days, it just has to be very satisfying, I would imagine. It, it absolutely is. I remember um, I remember seeing Aaron Sorkin speak once and he talked about how he used to um, treat every episode of The West Wing that would air like he was going to the theater. You know, yeah. he would sit on his couch, he would turn off the lights on, even though he had seen it countless times in editing, uh, he, would, he would treat it like the opening of a play uh, because, you know, that must have given him some kind of, fulfillment to to get him to keep going on that you know incredibly rigorous schedule um you know with my writing and i would you know sort of venture to say with with most tv writers or podcast writers just sort of scripted writers in general the actual script writing is a tiny 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 percentage of yeah. the writing that we do you know the majority of writing like you were saying with doug ellen you know he's writing a, a script uh, a bible for the season well a bible is a prose document where you're kind of laying out the plot for every episode that is a that is not a fun process right even if you <laughs> no. love yeah even if you're you're thrilled with the the stories you've come up with for every episode just putting them into prose in a form that you know the actors are never going to see and that you know the audience is certainly never going to see um that kind of writing can be pretty unfulfilling and un, uh, uninspiring so when we actually get to write pages script pages that's the fun part and that's when you can um you know be inspired yeah i mean i can imagine yeah it's interesting that's why he said that they didn't even mess with it like later and on in seasons you have like these at least from their perspective like yeah. show discrepancies you know like one day <laughs> somebody has the same parents and then like another season one person is adopted because yeah. they're not like tracking all the things but i mean when you're doing to bring it back to this you know when you've got this audio drama it's all pretty well mapped out from the beginning i would imagine correct so when you're going into this and then you're hiring talent to come in and record i would imagine you do you have it all done by the time you've gotten to that stage like this or how does that work for you? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, so I always work from uh, pretty thorough outlines. This show, 10 Days for Audible, they asked to see um, basically a story area and then an outline, which is pretty common. So the first document is a story area where I just kind of lay out the themes, the ideas, the character arcs, the overall journey. 
that the story is going to go on. And then it gets into uh, much more detail with the outline where you're just really explaining what every single scene is of every single episode. And so that's a very long document. And Audible and my partners like Steve Nash um, and Ezra Holland, who's another producer on the show, they weigh in, give notes. I go back, I do a rewrite. You know, like I was saying before, so little time is actually spent on the scripts because so much is spent on, on these sorts of documents. And then it's time to actually go to script. And wrote all 10 episodes, which I absolutely loved uh, writing because, you know, once you have a full outline, the, the script writing can be fun. You know, you've done the hard work, you've done the mapping out, and now you just get to create the character by giving them voice, uh, creating interesting dialogue, creating interesting intentions and obstacles and moments in the show, which is, which is the best part. And then once a second or third or fourth draft probably of the scripts are done, that's when we started going out to talent. Um, and I wrote it, you know, with our lead, Glenn Powell, in mind, uh, at least the, the third and fourth drafts I did. Glenn is, I don't know how much uh, of your audience knows of his work, but he's a fantastic, you know, young actor. He was the star of a couple of my favorite movies the last few years, uh, Set It Up, which is a great rom-com on Netflix. And then also Everybody Wants Some, which is Richard Linkletter's follow-up to Danes and Confused. Yes. Both just great movies. I highly recommend them. Glenn is fantastic in them. Glenn's also one of the stars of the new Top Gun, which I think is just going to project him into the stratosphere. But um, he's got this amazing voice. And so I wrote the, the final drafts with his voice in mind. And then we sent him the scripts. And luckily, he dug them and um, came on board. And then he... Uh, ended up passing it to his buddy, Lamorne Morris, who's an amazing TV actor, you know, the star of Woke, one of the stars of New Girl. He came on board and was great. And then we brought on Aaron Westbrook, who starred in a show that I wrote a couple years ago for USA called The Tap. I already knew how insanely talented she was, brought her on. And then Jessica Hecht, as you mentioned, who's just, I mean, her resume, she's got Tony nominations and she's been in a million amazing Broadway shows, but she's also been in Breaking Bad and Succession and Friends. So the cast just couldn't have been better. Yeah, I can only imagine. Well, this is fantastic, and we'll make sure that we link it in our show notes. One last question. Because you write yeah. and you create content, do you find yourself challenged when you're watching things on TV and going kind of like a surgeon watching somebody else perform <laughs> surgery and going, I don't know, that's a bit of a stretch, or do you just kind of off-gas and, and just try and enjoy uh, things? Because the at this point in time, it's like the possibilities of content to watch are just literally limitless. Like there's, yeah, I counted like 14 or 15 streaming networks just recently uh, from Netflix all the way to Snapchat. I mean, they've gotten into the game. Uh, TikTok is now doing short limited run series. Uh, do you get to enjoy stuff or, or how does that work for you? I think our listeners would find that uh, uh, very fascinating for sure. Yeah, no, I, I completely enjoy stuff. I think if I didn't enjoy stuff, I would have trouble continuing to do this every day because what's the point if there's nothing good out there, right? right. Although we, with as many shows and as many networks uh, as you just mentioned, we still have trouble finding like a good half yeah. hour show to watch at night. Um, I feel like we've been through the great ones and I also feel like our expectations are now so high. You watch something like Succession and oh, you kind of, God. the next night you can't just watch a regular old TV show because it's so pales in comparison. Um, so we're now used to just the best of the best, which, which makes it difficult to consume good TV, but no, I'm able to turn my, my writer's brain off, 
um, and just enjoy as an audience member. And I think probably it, it comes into play a little bit when I'm looking at, um, at a show from a production standpoint, just knowing what the actors are going through and, and what the writers, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe what their relationship was uh, with certain actors on the show. But for the most part, no, I enjoy just sort of sitting back and, and letting myself be surprised. Yeah, it is a bit of a challenge. I mean, I just watched, um, I've been watching that series Yellow Jackets, which is just. I don't know. Um, it's, um, I believe it's on Showtime. Um, we can talk offline about it, but it's, it's a really good story. It's just another anthology series that just came out uh, with a fantastic cast. But uh, okay. we'll, we'll make sure to uh, put this in the show notes. Aaron Tracy, uh, the Audible audio basketball drama 10 Days uh, premiered on the 2nd of December. And uh, this is just a lot of fun and uh, has a very phenomenal cast. And we'll link Aaron's information as well. Aaron, thanks uh, for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. It was fun to talk. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.